This is Courage Cast. Faith, inspiration, and motivation for today. Well, hey, everybody, this is Eric, and you're listening to another episode of Courage Cast. It is so good to be with you today. Uh, today is Friday, and it's the second day of December already. We just have just a few more weeks until the year is over, and we've got some great things ahead. I hope all of you are starting to look into uh, what your plans are for 2017, specifically the first quarter of 2017. I know that's a a thing that's been on my mind for the last few days, ever since the beginning of Thanksgiving break, really, is kind of when I begin to start planning the 2017 year. And um, we've got a lot of things that we're excited about doing, and we're trying to get prepared in the month of December for the the next quarter. That's uh, that's typically what what I spend December doing. So uh, today we are going to talk Dale Carnegie again. It's been a few weeks since we actually got back to the book How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie, but I think it's time. Man, there's just so much to talk about in this book. This book is rich, full, full of good wisdom to base your your communication, your human effectiveness on. And uh, in this one today, this principle is no different. And the principle is this, show respect for the other person's opinions. Never say you're wrong. Never say, quote unquote, you're wrong to another person. Always show respect for the other person's opinions. And even more importantly, show respect for the other person. I know a lot of us can get emotional about people's opinions sometimes, especially on social media. Man, people have been throwing their opinions left and right before the election, and uh, and I was kind of tired of it, to be honest with you. But it would have done no, would have done no good to just have an argument. So uh, showing respect for the other person and the other person's opinions and never saying you're wrong is very, very important. And this is a good reminder for me because I have uh, been tending to err on the side of saying you're wrong too quickly. And I think it's prideful. I think it's based on my ego. And it's just something that I want to put a, put aside and put away. And, uh, and I think uh, it'd be good advice for you to do the same. So Along the lines of not engaging in arguments, we should also avoid telling someone that they're plain wrong. If we begin by announcing that we're going to prove something to someone, we're essentially telling them that we are smarter than they are, and we're going to teach them a thing or two. And this comes off as a challenge. It arouses opposition, and it incites in the other person a desire to battle with us. And do we really want that? Do we really want to go to battle with somebody. We're not at war. The scripture says we're, we're not at war uh, with flesh and blood. We're, we're at, at war with the principalities. There are kingdom battles going on, and we need to be a part of the winning side of those battles and, and not allow the whispers of the thief who comes to steal, kill, and destroy to try to take away the ground that we've been given, right? So don't don't arouse 
opposition and incite in another person a desire to do battle. That's the last thing you want to do. If you're going to prove anything, Dale Carnegie says, don't let anybody know it. Do it subtly, so adroitly that I love that word adroitly, by the way. I've never heard that before, but I'm going to try to try to use it. Do it so subtly, so adroitly that no one will feel you are doing it. It's a quote by Dale Carnegie. Instead of starting with you're wrong, what if we were to say, well, now I thought otherwise, but I may be wrong. If I am wrong, I want to know why. Let's take a look at the facts. What a great approach. Is that offensive in any way to the other person? It's disarming. It actually becomes disarming, and it often causes the other person to be much more reasonable. It doesn't incite opposition or any kind of battle posture at all in the other person. And they may even thank us for having an understanding attitude. They may be maybe more open to what we have to say after saying what we just said. Okay. It also hopefully inspires our opponent or the person we're talking with that we disagree with to be just as fair and open-minded as we are. In fact, it's not really the ideas themselves that are so important to us, but it's our self-esteem, which is threatened when we are told that we're wrong. So the other person is going to feel threatened. It's, it's not even our ideas. It's our ego. Our egos are threatened. But without our egos threatened, we may become very open to exploring new possibilities. And that's what we're really trying to do, right? We're trying to help people be more open to exploring new possibilities. When we're in, inviting our team members in our network marketing business in doTERRA to, to, to take part in a new program, we want to we wanna have an all-in. We want everyone to be, as many people to be in as possible. And uh, we can't threaten egos or uh, dominate another person. We have to be open-minded and we have to treat the other person's opinions with respect and give them a chance to speak their opinions and take ownership of whatever initiative it is we're presenting to them, for example. This, 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 this principle is, uh, is, can be used in a multiple uh, of uses, but uh, just in the network marketing example, that's just one way that comes to mind. All right, so how can we practice this principle? Next time you find yourself becoming frustrated or disagreeing with another person's perspective, stop yourself from shaking your head and adjust how you phrase your opinion, Okay. Stop yourself from giving a look, a glaring look. This is good advice for me. Instead of saying, no, you're wrong, say, why do you see it that way? Why do you see it that way? Ask them a question. Sincerely. Instead of saying, no, that's the wrong way I think we need to handle it. Say, why do you think that's the best option for us to pursue? Why do you think that's the best option for you to pursue? And then listen to their answer. Okay? It's about understanding how to communicate with other people. You may not convince them of your point, but at least you have not pushed them away. Right? 
that's a that's a much better way of looking at it. I uh, watched my wife do a co-write with Michael Farron at the Brave Worship Conference a couple weeks ago, and one of the things that that stood out to me that Michael said to a bunch of other songwriters and worship leaders, but mostly songwriters in the room, he said, "Never say no to your co-writer. Never tell them." No, and don't edit in the process of writing. It just kills it, kills the kills the conversation, kills the relationship, kills the cohesiveness of your co-write when you begin to belittle the person you're writing with. It's very easy to say, but it's hard to do. And it actually reminded me that uh, I, I kind of used that, and that was in my head as I was traveling with my wife, and we were brainstorming about an, uh, some ideas, some business ideas. And instead of editing or telling my wife she was wrong, which I have done in the past too quickly, uh, I just listened and agreed with the majority of it. And whatever I didn't quite agree with, I just asked her more questions, and we just had a great time planning and preparing for a pretty major business um, venture that we're, we're launching, a business um, building program that we're launching for our team. So uh, it, it definitely works. And, um, uh, you know, you could even, another last final point is you might even ask the other person for permission to share your perspective on the matter. Hey, can I ask you, uh, would you mind if I share my uh, perspective on this? Would it be help? It would be okay if I do that. Uh, and that helps the other person and empowers the other person to just listen to your ideas in a less critical mindset. Uh, so, but the other person needs to be heard. The other person needs to feel heard. And that's really important. You can't shut them down. Can't downplay or disrespect their ego, especially between men. I think it really is important. But uh, when you're talking to women who uh, generally desire uh, love, uh, and if I'm, as I'm talking to my wife, uh, it's important to speak with love and respect. And uh, you're going to go a long way when you do this. Well, that's it for me, friends. I hope you have an amazing weekend. And uh, I can't wait to get back with you next week with some more episodes of CourageCast. I'm Eric Nordoff, and I'll see you next week.